podcast full of baddies. <laughs> baddies. And not be a toxic podcast? Man. Suburban baddies. Like have a non-toxic podcast with baddies. Myself included. No, this way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these don't twist. This a real beer. Yeah. I can't believe that nigga Bird was hating on Heineken. Like, bro, I fucks with Heineken. I think that nigga Bird just likes to hate on popular opinion. Which <laughs> reminds me, I need to reach out to him and um, ask him to to uh, check on recording that black for us. April said he got connections. Yeah. Since he's been in there so much. He be talking to uh, Marceau and all of them. I'm like, oh yeah, go on here and see. The first, the first day I met Bird when I was at Black, Marceau was there. And like we were, we were just all chilling in there, and then it was this drunk nigga that was in there, like raising hell. And Marceau went over and checked that nigga in the most G way possible. I was like, oh shit. What? Raising hell in black? Yeah, like this it was this drunk nigga. He was just telling everybody he was an engineer and all this shit. Marcel went over there. He was like, nigga, everybody in the city is an engineer. That's what the city is for, bro. And he was like, I know who you are, nigga. And then uh homeboy said some wild shit. And then I just was like, you a disrespectful ass nigga. This nigga was like 50 something. Usually I don't talk like shit to my elders. But this nigga said some like slick shit to me and I popped back at him. And then he tried to like apologize. I was like, nah, fuck you nigga. Everybody's like, oh shit. I was like, yeah, I'll fight this old motherfucker. <laughs> like they say a hangover. I hit an old man in the parking lot. <laughs> fuck it, nigga. Run up, get done up. Yeah, how old you are? My favorite thing to do is to check a motherfucker and not curse at them because they can't just be like you disrespecting me, even though like tone and everything is very much being like yo fuck you nigga, but I didn't tell you fuck you. Because when you check somebody, you didn't curse them out. They don't have a way. Yeah, it's like you don't have a reason to get but right. Don't let this baby face fool you. I'll fucking knock your ass out, nigga. That's when I be having to check motherfuckers and they be think like cause everybody be thinking I'm young. Nigga, I'm grown as fuck. Same. I got carded at the gas station the other day. I was like <gasps> What? I was like, I mean I could just give you my birthday. I was born in eighty eight. She was like, Mmm, I need to see it. I was like, What girl? So I ran out to the car and she was just like well, kudos to you, honey. I was like, bro, I know I I look older than twenty one. Nigga, I got card. I get carded a lot. Usually, it's like I go to the same places. So usually, it's like if a new employee is there. Uh, the other day I was in Mapco, and the girl knew I was uh, like I'm a regular. She's like, I gotta see it. I know you're a regular, but I gotta see it because somebody got in trouble the other day. I said, that's cool, it's cool. I pulled it out. She like, she looked at it and she looked at me. Yeah. I was like, I get carded a lot. She's like, you don't look 34. I was like, 
Yeah. I mean, technically in Alabama, I think the rule is you're supposed to card anybody that looks younger than 40. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I was just like, yeah, girl, I'm out here. She was like, well. <laughs> it, it's only when I don't wear makeup. Like when I put makeup on, I look more put together like a grown woman. Well, you don't wear makeup. You do look like a baby. Yeah. I feel like I be back in middle school sometimes. Like I have to <laughs> be careful with like my outfit so I don't look too childish out here. Yeah. Uh, fortunately for me, I walk like an old man now. <laughs> so like people, like I be. Uh, please, please don't watch me bend down and get back up because oh, these no. knees. Hey, these knees all every bit of thirty five ish. Knees is snapping, <laughs> crackling, and popping. <laughs> Like yeah, this look that like that's the only thing about like looking young for your age, like your age be coming out in different ways. Listen, when Beyonce was on stage on that stool in the squat position, duddy whining and slow grinding, I was like, how do y'all keep y'all's knees? past 30 no. like are there knee workouts like like, like are there knee injections that, like, like i know <laughs> you can strengthen your legs but like what about your knees right <laughs> motherfuckers blow their knees out every fucking day in regular life <laughs> just tripping over some shit <laughs> <laughs> like what nigga, how do i keep my knees nigga i slept wrong the other day I was fucking like walking like this shit all day. Yeah. Like, my back was killing me. If I lay down in the wrong position, I feel that shit in my hips. Bruh. Hey, getting old is wild. But it's, getting old and not looking your age is even wilder. For sure. Because motherfuckers be trying to check you. He be like, nah, nigga. I'm- what am I? <laughs> I'm 34, not four. The only time, like, I got called OG a couple months ago and I was like, oh shit, I'm out here. Yeah, it's weird, like the perspectives from the different age groups. Yeah. Like the younger kids know, like, you're not one of them. Exactly. But, like, old ass people Older don't people know. people be like, oh, you, you know, you don't know anything about this. You weren't, you weren't here around this time when this happened. And oh I was like, I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was very cognizant. Uh, the other day, at uh, a liquor liquor store I frequent, uh, dude was like, I was getting what was I getting? I was getting some vodka, and he was like, you know what you need? And Not he poured, you on your vodka kick lately? Vodka and tequila this whole whole summer. He's like, he pointed at Hennessy. I was like, man, you trying to kill me? I said, I can't, I can't mix vodka and Hennessy. That's a recipe for disaster. He's like, I've done it. And I was like, you young. And he looked at me weird. He's like, how old are you? Right. And I was like, I'm 34. He's like, really? I was like, yeah. He's like, I never would have guessed it. Like, he was a white boy, of course. He's, I think he's like 23. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, bro. I think also, like, when you're that young, you just like under 25 i feel like you just view 30 and up as just like ancient a certain level of adult that is just i guess like supposed to be a parent because i remember i remember thinking like that like when you're 22 23 you thinking about 30 like 
I'm gonna be a parent. That's the like established age, and that's when you just look grown as fuck and do grown as fuck things. But like, we still be out here like streetwear vibes, and you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah, we ain't no suit and tie thirty year olds. No, like <laughs> I think that plays a part too. Yeah, that's I mean, cause like, <clears throat> like I was talking to my mom the other day, and she was talking about like one of her uh, coworkers. They were like. I think their kids were around me and my siblings' age, and like he was like, "I just need a grandbaby. I don't care how it come. I just need a grandbaby." And I was like, "Man, I ain't just trying to have no kid. Just to say I have a kid at this point. Like once you get to a certain age, you can't just do that shit." Mm-mm. And then she was like, "Yeah, I don't. She, I don't need you to just have a kid." I was like, "I was like, hey, at this age." You were almost ready to be a grandma. And she's like, you're right. I think my mom was like 38. Yeah. Which sounds ancient when you young, but. But your sister was already 20 and pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like Deshaun the other day, he uh made a Facebook post on my sister's 40th. And he was like, it's just hard to believe that you were only 20. That nigga's 19. That is so wild to me. I got a whole like adult nephew. That is so crazy. That, wow. Hey, I'm like a real uncle. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Like, I got like a grown ass nigga out I here. I still be shook that my nephew is seven, but 15 and 19? Like, this nigga's in college. And then I got a a six year old niece who is cute as hell, but also bad as fuck. She raising Cain. She looks so much like my sister and my mom. I'm just like, man, that's wild. Like I want kids. Like I'm getting to the point to where I don't want kids for like selfish reasons. Like just be like, I like I would like to have a mini me. Like no, that's yeah. not why I would want to have a kid. I just want to have. A child, because I think I would be a, a decent parent at this age. I didn't live enough life to at least me and another woman, like a, me and a woman that like got some sense. You know, I think we could be <laughs> like some decent parents out here. I mean, it's tons of niggas fucking up people's lives heavy at younger the, age. Heavy on the woman that got some sense, <sighs> bruh. I mean, we go we gonna talk about it later, but it's it's wild out here, man. And a part of me be feeling weird because, like, on like Twitter and like TikTok and all these social media shit, every day, motherfuckers be talking about how men ain't shit, which I'm not gonna disagree. But at the same time, it's a lot of ain't shit women out here. A lot. Yeah. And that is not an indictment on all women to say that some women just ain't on some shit. It's because everybody's out here brainwashed as fuck. And it's, I feel like it's a lot of women that's really out here like following all these internet antics and basing their standards for relationships off of all this bullshit. Yeah. 
I can't I can't really say if it's more men than women or vice versa, but I think it's equal both ways. I think the difference is that men will be violent towards women and kill women at more rates. But I'm just gonna speak from as a straight man. Women will gaslight the fuck out of you. Women be narcissists too now. They're just emotional terrorists. <laughs> and I feel like I'm I'm pretty fair and balanced when it comes to this shit. I be calling niggas out of their shit. It's just women be tripping sometimes. Yeah, I, I've seen it. I've seen it. And then like to the the level of delusion that everybody has from social media. When they just be saying some shit, I'm like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? That's how I know I'm getting old. Some shit people be saying, I'm like, oh, this baby. This shit that immediately make you scrunch your face up, like. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? The who uncle told, and auntie you face. This? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Who, to- who told your ass this? Who told you to put them motherfucking Jimmy Choo's <laughs> <She's> on? <laughs> <laughs> unwind a little bit we had the uh the off-air podcast which is always dope because we are dope as fuck it's been a minute since i've been in this bitch i know because i'm a busy girl (laughs) i still haven't seen barbie i really genuinely have mixed feelings about it i'm not gonna cap to you what were your thoughts? Um, well, it was obviously um, very feminist, which I mean, what else would you expect? Um, but some of it was just. I, I feel like the message or i guess or the the theme was a little bit too forced and a little tired to be honest with you um because it was i mean not to try to ruin it but i mean i don't feel like you're eager to just go and see barbie honestly you can look it up on one of these little yeah i want those people to wear like you tell me the ending of a movie it doesn't ruin the movie for me yeah i mean yeah well if you want to see it bad enough i would have seen it yeah knowing it for one you would have seen it or knowing what happens is still you still gonna want to go see it and find out for yourself but i just felt like it was just so um of course like women's empowerment but it was just like all of these same things themes that we've been hearing about or talking about as far as just like coming of age women like the new today's woman and all this stuff like you know don't not worrying about cellulite and and uh being your own boss and having your own things and 
not letting the man dictate this and the third. It was cool and all, but I just felt like it was it just like airing on the side of cheesy more than like do you think you were outside of the age demographic that it would have been this like impactful thing? No, because there's so many other people my age that go up for this fucking movie. I've seen a lot of people. I I have also seen a lot of critiques where people have said that like it's very much third wave white millennial version of feminism. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like that that's actually one of the reasons to where I was like I want to see it, but I mean I'm not. I'll wait to. It comes out on digital or something. I think I just feel like it was. Um, I don't want to say slapstick because it wasn't slapstick, but it was just like. It's just kind of childish in a way, like especially when Barbie. Had to visit the real world, step out of Barbie land because she was just not feeling herself, basically um the real world was her like reality check or whatever just the go-between and the transitions even in the real world just was so like cheesy like the travel to and from barbie land in the real world it was just like i don't know i just i just didn't feel like it was for adults, but so many adults still like Yeah. A lot now of Now they had some um sarcasm in there by way of the narrator, but I saw the thing where uh they were like uh Margaret Roby could never feel ugly or right. something. Like they chose the wrong person to try to portray anybody that feels ugly or unattractive. That was, that was a I got, I got a little chuckle out of that, but other than that, I wasn't just like the early reviews I was seeing was that it was like so revolutionary that it's kind of funny. Like I remember when you tweeted it and you were like, eh. yeah, <laughs> like, like mm-hmm. okay, my nigga, clock this shit. <laughs> Unpopular opinion, but wasn't feeling it how y'all did. Like I I think. Maybe it's because I went in there with expectations, but I just thought this was going to be like more of a cutesy, just like girls, girl type of movie. Like we were just going to see maybe like the evolution of Barbie and like all of her fashion and all of her um, accessories and like places. Like I thought it was going to be more of a trip down memory lane for everybody that's kind of grew up with Barbie. Like, taking us to the different scenes of whenever they had different theme Barbie, like Malibu Barbie and just like I just feel be more like a life size kinda I think I did see somebody make a comparison to life size and being like that's what they thought that it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. But I also I I feel like I saw somebody say that <clears throat> if this movie was made in a different decade it would have been that yeah like if you think about like the brady movies of the 90s or like even clueless to a certain degree Mm -hmm. but i can understand how gen z has clearly loved this barbie movie so i'm gonna respect it 
But um, yeah. Another movie I've wanted to see but I haven't seen is the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. What? I don't even know about that. Yeah, Seth Rogen actually produced it. Okay, then Seth. Everybody I've seen uh talk about it has said that it has an amazing soundtrack, which every Seth Rogen project always has an amazing soundtrack. And that the kids I mean the the turtles actually act like teenagers now. Mm-hmm. And I was like That'll be that'll be funny. Yeah, I I did see that one clip of like this is the clip that made me be like, oh yeah, I gotta see this movie. This shit actually made me laugh. Like, cause the way I saw this clip, it was like, why they do New York niggas like this? Bangalang and cheese. <laughs> Yark. <laughs> they made them some real New York niggas. I know. They said that that scene was improv. Yeah, like the cast, they were all like teenage kids, and they were like they improv that scene. Oh wow, good on them kids. And then April in that movie is Ayo Idibre. I think that's how you say her name. Uh, have you seen uh the bear on Hulu? Mm-hmm. Nigga, you gotta see that shit. Okay. That like the second season just came out. That show is so <laughs> fucking good. It's got uh the nigga that played Lip in Shameless. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's a chef in Chicago. I've been I've been seeing um little snippets. That's the best show of the last couple of years. I, I love I love Lip's character. He yeah. was terrible, but I mean they all were. <laughs> I do like that the that it was almost a foreshadowing in the last couple of seem, uh, years of Shameless that Lip is basically a young Frank. Mm. Like, he's just as intelligent as Frank and just a complete dumpster fire, just like Frank. Just doesn't make good decisions. Yeah, he's just wild. But, yo, that's one of the best shows that's come out in the last couple of years. Um, I miss Shameless. I like after Fiona left. I was like, I'm almost like, let's, let's wrap this up, B. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm trying to think what other what other stuff have you been watching or listening to? Um, I started watching The Shy because I never really got into it. I've wanted to start that. Um, <clears throat> how do you like it? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I actually. I actually um, keep up with it. Like, what season am I on? <laughs> I can't remember, but this the storyline is very good to me. It's better than Power. Um, the acting is better. I've heard that the cast is better. Like, 
I'm always so uh, doubtful of Lena Waithe because, as we have talked about, I did not like Queen and Slim, and I hate that movie. Lena Waithe had her had her fuckboy moment as well. Hey, that is a toxic mask. (laughs) 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 But it's it's actually good. Like I I enjoy it. That's what one of the only shows that I'm keeping up on right now, honestly. I'm not even watching any shows right now, which is wild. That's all I have to keep my sanity when I get home these days, honestly. I be falling asleep to most of it, but still, like... <laughs> that's the that's beauty just my of, wind down. Yeah, that's the beauty of watching, of binge-watching a show. Yeah. Um, I haven't been watching any shows. I've been, you know, I've always dabbled in music. <laughs> little dibble little dabble uh so like like we were talking before the podcast started uh this friday had some heat um bangers diddy came out with album first album since last train to paris which that was an underrated album too yeah um he's got every heavy hitter in r&b on that shit and that shit is floating he Quit. knew what the fuck he was doing. He executive produced the fuck out of that. Now, I said on Twitter, he kind of stole the idea of Girls Night Out from Babyface, because that's also a good album. And he had all the new R&B girlies. Mm-hmm. And Babyface did the Babyface, and Diddy did the Diddy Bop on this shit. <laughs> <laughs> he Diddy-fied this motherfucker. Yeah, I can't wait to listen to it. Um... Nas came out with Magic 3, which is, I believe, his fifth or sixth collab with Hit Boy. And Nas is on a historic streak right now because this nigga literally, I think, turned 50 this week. Yeah. And he's got a new lease on life and he is rapping over dope beats for the first time since Illmatic. <laughs> um,. Cleo Soul came out with an album that's dope as fuck. I love her voice. Um, A lot of shit. Waiting on Drake to drop his album. For the, for the dogs. Um, I think it got pushed back to, I think, October 6th. We got uh, <laughs> Offset Jackson out here. Living his best I'm life. Not Offset Jackson. I saw a post that said that Offset is the third best Jackson already. <laughs> 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 Offset has been cosplaying as Michael Jackson for years, and that shit is fucking hilarious. Because that nigga can really dance his ass off. Oh yeah, I seen um some video of him and Kai Sinat. They did a 24-hour stream. Yeah. But I seen them just, like, fucking around and acting stupid. And I was just like, these niggas really be dancing. These yes. niggas really be, really be jigging with each other. That stream, like, every clip I've seen of that is, like, literal, like, black boy joy. And it reminded me of being young and being with your friends and having sleepovers. Just being stupid as hell. Yeah. And I, like... This man is a whole 30 ass year old nigga with kids. Yeah. And he brought his PlayStation 
to the fucking stream with co- Apparently different he got controls. a clothing line coming out too. Really? Yeah, his he was wearing okay that like that shirt he had. It looked like I don't I couldn't really tell. It looked like flames. Yeah, it was like circle you know, flames. O, yeah. yeah. Um, but they did that twenty four hour stream. Every video I've seen from it, I'm like, yo, I miss having cousin sleepovers or like when you're in college and you sleep over people's house and y'all ain't got no parents to tell y'all to go to sleep and shit. Y'all just be up doing yeah. dumb shit. Like I remember when we used to sleep over here like with Chance and it would be like just like we're just doing wild shit all night. Like some badass kids. That's always fun. Yep. But Offset looked like he is enjoying his life to the fullest. And then that album about to come out. Did you see the video for Fan? Mm-mm. Offset at this point is a whole Michael Jackson impersonator. He's smart as fuck for doing this Michael Jackson shit. Yeah. Like one of the greatest pop artists of all time. Like let me let me lean into that. Yeah. And then being childlike with it, just like Michael Jackson. Like, take it seriously as far as keeping it like a theme, but not take it seriously. And I've seen, like, first and foremost, Michael Jackson fans are the most delusional motherfuckers of all time. Uh, I've seen Michael Jackson fans be like, thank you for keeping um, Michael's... uh, dream alive and all this shit and i've seen other people be like like you shouldn't disrespect michael's hard work and all that as being a thug and it's like y'all motherfuckers are crazy this ain't no disrespect no and then so he left kai's stream and went to colorado to be on the sideline with Deion sanders for their game which had every nigga in the world there the rock lil wayne Whole bunch of niggas. High profile niggas. I don't see how these people do it. Like, I would be tired as hell. Right. Coming from niggas from the South who have done game days, game days ain't no joke. That's an all day event. Yes. So, in the meantime, (laughs) Offset also was getting threatened by Nicki Minaj's husband yeah convicted rapist kenneth petty (laughs) why like what was that about i seen the videos and i was just like so like this is what i've come to i may be wrong but fuck it i don't give a fuck um so Nicki minaj hosted the vmas on tuesday cardi and meg the stallion performed there apparently with some kind of background drama there and Cardi was just like just know my nigga handles things behind the scenes and left it at that so on literally right after Kai and Offset did the the 24 hour stream uh, at 4 in the morning in New York Kenneth Petty is with his supposed goons posting up <laughs> in the rain outside with fucking trash cans behind them like they're on goddamn Sesame Street. Yeah, like what was going on here? Uh, threatening offset and shit. 
and talk about like literally like threatening Offset's life (laughs) online. Yeah, like you're not on fucking probation, right? Like as a convicted felon, as a convicted rapist, Kenneth Petty, rapist Kenneth Petty, uh, is threatening people online, and apparently, allegedly. Offset has sent uh, DMs to Kenneth Petty, uh, homeboy, saying something. But this is all based on Barbie on the Barb's, which is the second most psychopathic fan base after MJ fans and uh, MAGA supporters. All of them niggas is cults. But uh, so. <laughs> I don't even have, like I added it to the soundboard and everything, but I forgot to uh bring the soundboard in here. So Offset is getting on the uh a private jet to go to uh Colorado to hang out with Dion them. And this is his response. I'm getting on the jet, you know? <laughs> It's the laugh for me. I watched Kiki mind like what? he really was, he was weak. <laughs> He's not wrong because what no. the fuck is y'all grown ass right. doing? That? And why y'all had to step outside and do all that shit? Like y'all didn't have no place to stay. Look, this is no disrespect to anybody from up north or from New York or New Jersey and shit. But they be acting like we supposed to be afraid of them just because they're from New York. Like, nigga, like, we're from the South. All of our friends and family have guns. Yeah. Like. And hands. Yes. <laughs> what like, do you mean? Like, what you, what you think you're doing? What do you mean? He wasn't even in New York and them niggas is posted up outside. Everybody knew that he was in fucking Atlanta and he was going to Colorado. And then the fucking barbs being psychopaths that they are, they were like, oh, he's running. Bro. No, he just is a nigga who's out making money and he got shit to do. If he was running, he could have just ran to whatever local school was in the area and Kenneth Petty would have got arrested if he showed up. <laughs> uh, he could have went to any Chuck E. Cheese. Like seven miles. He could have went to Disneyland, Disney radius. World, any local park or playground. And Kenneth Petty couldn't have gone. Because Kenneth Petty is a convicted rapist who is trying to intimidate somebody just like he tried to intimidate his accusers. victims. Yeah. Like, he ain't even accusers at this point. These whole-ass victims. Yeah. Um, it's giving... He has nothing going for himself. He, he can't have anything going... I will never understand. But why tell on yourself, though? Why would Nicki Minaj, one of the greatest rappers of all time, I'll give her that. 
one of the greatest female rappers of all time not taking that away from her being just a a bad like a dope ass rapper Mm -hmm. why would she marry this fucking bum who was a rapist and I'm sorry for keep saying rapist, but it's important that we use the words to right. find the people that we're talking about. It's it's already one thing for him to be a bum. To be a goddamn... Uh-huh. This is fucking insane. And this, like, what those allegations came out after they were already married, right? He went to prison for that shit. Oh, so he'd already went to prison. Yeah. Like, she married him knowing all of that shit. Mm. Yeah. That's some nasty business, bro. Like, that's the nastiest of nasty business. That's beyond bad judgment or giving somebody a chance. Yeah, and then decided to have a child with him. That he can't take to school because Kenneth Petty is a convicted rapist. That's got to be embarrassing. Any neighborhood they move into, everybody knows Nicki Minaj's address because he is a sex offender. That's crazy. And look, I believe in reform of uh, the prison system and the prison industrial complex, except for when it gets to one thing. Sexual offenders, you can't unhardwire their brain. Mm -hmm. They can't be redeemed. And I really feel that way. And that if that's controversial to you motherfuckers, turn the goddamn podcast off. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, and we gotta quit making excuses for motherfuckers that do the most heinous shit in the fucking world. Speaking of another crazy pink lady, have you seen Lauren uh Bobert, I think is how you say her name. She's a congresswoman out of Colorado. Mm-mm. She's a Republican. So, uh, she's like super right wing, and she's like one of those Marjorie Taylor Greene psychopaths. And she's conveniently attractive for a white woman, mm. where they think, oh, she's fine, but. Mm. But really, she's just she's not ugly. I will I will give her that. She is not ugly, but her spirit is so nasty and ugly <laughs> that can't see past it. Fuck her. And then plus, when you, look, the other thing is when you grow up around attractive white people and you see other white people, mm, she ain't as fine as y'all act like she is. Yeah. Like she's she's okay. She ain't ugly. I wouldn't say she's ugly. She has a dope body. I'll give her that. She has she has an olive complexion as well. Like I she's got a nice little body, you know. That probably plays into it, you know, why people love some people who tan easily. Also they do. They do. <laughs> they love that shit. If you are a full white and you got a tan, you are the a shit. supermodel. <laughs> so she's recently divorced. And the guy she's been dating, they went to a local, uh, a local uh, production of Beetlejuice the musical, and apparently they were saying that she got rowdy in the crowd. She was singing loud and videoing with 
the light on and all this shit. And she was vaping in the uh in the theater. This is according to like her people. Mm-hmm. And they asked her to leave and she was like, Do you know who I am? And they escorted her out and told her the police were gonna come. Apparently that wasn't the whole story. This woman who is a sitting congresswoman was in that theater and the guy she was with start filling her up like on her boobs and shit and she reached down and on his pants and was playing with his dick in public yes so the reason it came out was the woman behind them was a pregnant woman and she was like can y'all please not vape here because i'm pregnant Mm -hmm. and she's like man fuck you whatever but then they oh like they got uh the footage of the closed uh circuit like security and she's playing with that nigga's dick. What the hell? A full blown congresswoman. Yeah. And she's one of those psychopaths that be talking about like uh against groomers and people that are trying to get uh like you can clearly see and people are around literally just small feet away what the fuck girl <laughs> that's what somebody was like girl what are you doing come on and then, like, y'all grown. Y'all got places to live. Yes. So y'all ain't teenagers that don't have nowhere to go right. and, and be freaky. Like, take y'all <laughs> asses home. You ain't got to, uh, you ain't got to grind on nobody at the skating rink. <laughs> <laughs> you got a house, offices, everything. But, um, so there's been two, like, different, like, people. Like, on the left side of things, because Republicans have been quiet as fuck. On the left side of things, people have been, like, one, people have been roasting her, which I'm in that party, and fuck her. Because she, like, goes against black people, trans people, gay people, anybody that doesn't fit her ideal of what is a proper person or whatever. So, at the end of the day, fuck her. (laughs) And then, there are people who... Are white feminists to be like we shouldn't slut shame her? Fuck that! Yeah, cause no, let it let it have been a black woman or any other woman right. of color, and y'all would have been lighting her ass up. Let let it have been uh, Ocasio Cortez. Yeah, or and that's what like other that. people were saying. Like, let it have been AOC getting felt up at the Beetlejuice musical, which is insane. Like getting felt up at a Beetlejuice <laughs> musical of all the places. Like what the fuck? But the other thing is, and I've I've noticed this like with people like with online discussions as far as like when, like when people talk about sex and acts. You remember like there's been like a little trend of people like posting them getting freaky in public. Yeah. 
We need to have this discussion. <laughs> Look. I am all for sexual liberation. And I am all for you being able to do whatever the fuck you want to do in mm-hmm. the privacy of your own privacy. Mm-hmm. But when you go out in the public and you do sexual acts, you are a sexual deviant. I don't care what the fuck happened. I don't care how horny you get. You got to have some goddamn control. Y'all motherfuckers be doing this shit. And y'all going to wind up on that list. Ain't the no fly list. But it's going to change a whole lot of things (laughs) that you are able to do. I hope you went to Disney World before you you were able to go. I hope you went to Disney World while you could. Because nigga, you ain't going back. Yeah forget about that nice house you got you got to live in a goddamn motel with bed bugs and shit because y'all trying to get freaky in public you are a sexual offender grown ass people get a fucking room literally like y'all could get up and leave and what part of Beetlejuice makes you be like you know what (laughs) (laughs) It's grab a titty time. Right. You're like, you know what? I want to grab her titty right now. Look, I have made horny decisions at times. I'm not going to say I'm perfect. But at no point, any time I've ever watched Beetlejuice, I'm like, you know what? I like to grab a titty right now. <laughs> I, want, I want a girl to play with my dick. Or re- yeah, reach over to the girl that you're sitting with like, and try to start some shit. Like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> Like you said, we are adults. You you try to cop a feel when you're 16 years old and you're in a movie, which is also crazy, but you ain't got a fully but developed you, right. brain. We, like, you doing horny shit. You don't have a fully developed brain. And also, like I said, like, where, what other place do you have to go that you can get horny? <laughs> other than in the backseat of your car and everybody knows that shit's difficult. Right. <laughs> So everybody knows. Everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't know? Oh man, there's so many stories. But look, <laughs> I've made horny decisions before. For instance, in 2015, I had sex with a woman that had kitten heels on. Not the proudest moment of my life. <laughs> uh. Like, like you make horny decisions. Sometimes you that post clarity came is like this bitch got fucking kitten heels on at the bottom like and then i was like man that's wild <laughs> and then the next time i had sex with her i was still thinking about this Them bitch kitten- had kitten heels that's fucking wild bro <laughs> oh kitten heels were not a thing in 2015 <sighs> yeah they weren't <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're a fashion girl and you had to think you're like, no, they weren't. Because they were a thing and then they died out and everybody was just on stripper stripper heel territory. Yes, that was like stiletto, like stripper heels. Or platforms. Either way, they were just yeah. high as fuck. I feel like kitten heels died like with Beyonce crazy in love era. I, f- mm. I definitely feel like B had some kitten heels on some of them fucking performances. Mm-hmm. But 2015 year old Juice was just like, I'm not even thinking about kitten heels. I just want to fuck this girl. 
And then that clarity afterwards, like, this bitch got hit. He was like, what? You lowered your standards, my guy. Horny decisions. It's okay. It happens. (laughs) It happens to the best of us. Like, what is the category of like, all right, we got nasty business. (laughs) Then we got like horny decisions. And then we got like tragic decisions. What's the Mm -hmm. like? I feel like horny decisions has to be higher than nasty Nasty business. Well, I don't know. Nasty business to me feels like that's like a direct, like, I know I'm doing nasty. Like, if I saw her be like, oh, she looks fine as hell in those kitten heels. But also you would have to, you would have to define each one though. (laughs) (laughs) You are weak. (laughs) (laughs) That bitch had kitten heels in 2015. (laughs) Right, like, where did she even get them from? (laughs) (laughs) Who was selling them at that point? (sighs) She searched for them hoes. To go out in public in kitten heels is insane. What was the style of the kitten heel? Was this just like a sandal kitten heel, or was it a? It was. It was definitely a sandal kitten heel. This is gonna be the craziest episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Was she, does she have like a corporate work setting? I mean, in hindsight, I feel like, (laughs) I feel like she was still stuck up in that whole, you know, millennial club where, where you're like a office baddie Mm -hmm. in the club. Mm -hmm. I feel like that was a leftover remnant of that era. Office Bay teens. You know how much of a fucking fashion girly I am for me to look down after getting like Lotto said my rocks off and be like this bitch got kidneys. Look down and be like no. <laughs> Not me. Let me go. But what makes it nasty business is me going and smashing again. <laughs> Going back for seconds with the kittens. <laughs> you must have liked them kittens. Hey, she was a nice lady, bro. <laughs> you like that kitty. See, that's nasty business. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. I can't even imagine anybody having on kitten heels in 2015, though. <laughs> Like, was she stylish at all? Like, was she a style, a fashion girl, or? I'm going to be honest. My horniness just. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> hmm. I was a little drunk. Definitely horny. But I got to. I can't wait to listen back to this and we're, wonder, am I going to actually post this? Like, yeah, that episode where Juice is talking about fucking the bitch with kidney heels is insane. Yep. <laughs> yup. <laughs> Kitten heel. <laughs> oh shit. All right now. get to what we actually wanted to talk about <laughs> true what, what are we where were we going we were segueing into something but 
delusion. Mm. <laughs> like, social media is crazy, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, people really try to, like, live not even just vicariously, but, like, they try to make the internet their fucking like rule book almost. Like, yeah, like I saw some one person say this and I'm gonna go with it. Or I saw one person say this and it'll never be me. I never be be as nigga or bitch is the worst shit in the world. Cause it will be you, bitch. And I'll just <laughs> <laughs> but so there like because there's writer strikes and. We ain't seeing no new shows and shit. I feel like lately, a lot of these social media topics have been getting legs and running a little bit more than they should mm. normally do. Because we're all bored. Tyler Perry went on some ladies' podcast. I, I wish I knew. I don't know. But he had a whole hour sit down. And one clip went viral from that shit. And Twitter was in a tizzy for about two or three days. Tizzy, honey. Frenzy. Frenzy. And this is the clip that went viral. Bro, that Kid in the Hills thing is wild. (laughs) (laughs) Some nasty business. (laughs) Some nasty, nasty, nasty business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right a, a lot of women especially black women and mm-hmm. i might get in trouble for saying this but i will oh he will in the <laughs> in in our society right now mm-hmm. b- black women are making a lot more money for the most part than yeah. black men right there are a lot of black men who are successful but for the most part black women are making the money so you if you can find love if that man works you know at whatever job mm-hmm. and is a good man and is good to you. He's a good honors, man, Savannah. And honors the house and honors his wife and does what he can. Mm-hmm. Because his his gift may not be your gift. Exactly. That is okay. Mm-hmm. That's not somebody who's beneath you. Yeah. That's somebody who came to love you at your worth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Yes. And as long as he's secure in himself to mm-hmm. know that, yep, she makes most of the money. All I can pay is the light bill. As long as she's comfortable enough to say, I'm going to cover the mortgage and all the other stuff. You've had the light bill, baby. You can take me to dinner every now and then. Mm-hmm. That is fine. Yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but that's so hard for a lot of people to take in because that means, no, no, no. I need somebody to, who is, <laughs> I need, I, they need to make five times more and I got to have, the, I got to have, well, you uh-huh. almost didn't my deal voice. List, baby. <laughs> yeah. God bless you. Hope it happens. Go on, keep your list. <laughs> but when you talk about just someone to love you and support yes. you, I, I know people who have, who, whose men can't touch what they make. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But when you see them together, that love, that support, that that I got you, babe, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing. Listen, you would have thought Tyler Perry went on that podcast and called every woman a, a ball headed heifer, <laughs> <laughs> ball headed hoe shit. <laughs> the cognitive dissonance that people just missed. Speak on it. Speak Bro, on it. This brother did not say go date a bum ass nigga 
You did not say you're going to date a nigga that's going to be resentful to you for making more money. You did not say any of that shit. He said a good man. A good man. That. All right. I'll give y'all this. Only contributing to the light bill is insane. I'll I'll give you that. (laughs) I will totally give you that because Mm -hmm. as a man, you should never just contribute to the light bill. Mm -hmm. That's fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. But to meet a man where he's at shouldn't be this end all be all y'all telling black women to settle y'all doing all this and we had a like a very good uh discussion on text about this and i feel like a lot of people are missing the point because they are purposely missing the point Mm mm-hmm is getting to a point to where black women are making more money than men. Especially if they're dating black men. But what seems to be happening is a lot of these people online, not even saying black women in general, because we both know black women that make more money than the men they're with. And they're in loving relationships and it ain't about all this stupid shit that people talk about. Nope. But the online discussions have been so unhinged by people who don't seem to be, how how do I say it? What would you say? Because <laughs> I'm trying not to get in trouble, which is also insane that I'm defending Tyler Perry. Everybody knows I hate Tyler Perry. People who don't seem to be thinking for themselves are just like... People who also don't live in reality possess the things that they expect from people. People that there's nothing wrong to have standards for people that you will pursue. There is literally nothing wrong. I'm not saying that there's something is wrong with that. But to make it that he acted like he said settle black women because you ain't gonna find nobody better than that that is not what he said yeah i feel like and we talked about this too i feel like men and women interpret things differently like my mom always says uh i don't know if this is actual theory or nothing this is shit my mom always says there are pink ears and blue ears Meaning that women will hear something different from men Mm -hmm. based on the things that were socialized growing up. If women even suspect that you're saying that they should settle is a very triggering thing to them. And they will fight you tooth and nail. I will never settle. Baby girl, ain't nobody telling you to settle. But also when men settle... We're not saying, well, fuck it. I ain't going to find nobody better than that. Yeah. When we settle, we feel comfortable with this woman enough that I'm willing to take the risk of I'll live the rest of my life with you. Yeah. It's it's about, it's not about settling. It's about just making the right compromises for you. 
Um, Compromise is a tricky word to a lot of these new people too. It is, it is, it is. But I mean, that's that's kind of what it is. Like it's it's a little bit of a trade off, I guess, if you will. Because I mean, being an adult, you expect that your partner is probably also going to have some type of job that brings them a regular income the way that you do. So you would expect them to be able to go half on certain finances if y'all are cohabitating or whatever. But I feel like I feel like it's unfair to be in a relationship and expect half of everything when you're the one that makes three to five times more than this other person. You know what I'm saying? Like, regardless of gender, I just feel like that's not fair. And, like, the funniest shit about this to me is now that things have I've started to flip, women are getting real, like, right-wing Republican and being like, these niggas need to pull themselves up by their bootstraps. Mm, mm-hmm. And being like, well, why should I have to subsidize their life? Sounding just like niggas. It's insane. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's most women. I don't think that's a large segment of women. I think it's just people who are still hurt and whatever they're dealing with that haven't fully processed all of those things mm-hmm. and they're projecting and trying to build a following with other people. Yep. And example number one of this fucking shit is the other clip I fucking sent you <laughs> of a woman saying all of those things also with a little bit of homophobia. And a good man. Tyler, and I'm going to touch your hand when I say this. Go put on your wigs and your heels and come back to me woman to woman because you are speaking from a viewpoint you have never lived out of, honey bunch, okay? You have all this unresolved trauma with your own father, which is why you struggle to hold black men accountable. You yourself have to cosplay a black woman and pander to white America for 30 fucking years just to become the multimillionaire that you are. What I see right now is a gaslighting page right out of Oprah's book. You're scared because you just got this studio and the writers are on strike that when we come back from all of this shit, black women are no longer going to tune into you because we have healed past the point of accepting this type of bullshit is entertainment. I'm willing to bet your entire net worth that you can't make a movie or a television show without the concept of struggle of somebody gotta be on the brink of divorce, somebody mama gotta have cancer, somebody has to have a wicked baby mama from fucking hell. Because what I heard was black women should take care of black men and stop expecting black men to be able to take care of them. <laughs> Which makes perfect sense coming from you because you created Medea to sustain Tyler, did you not? I'd have made it better had you turned around and said black men you need to learn how to submit to black women because I'm not gonna be the provider and he gets to be the motherfucking lead. He's not leading me into debt. I make enough money for me. But now you telling me i gotta feed two mouths if i could afford it without you i should be able to afford it two times over when i get with you. you would think after painting the black community in such a negative light for the last 30 years you yourself would know that black men are the most insufferable people on the planet when they don't have any fucking funds if black women wanted to settle for something less than what we're deserving of we would simply audition for one of the roles that you're casting for and i saw so many women be like oh she ate look last episode i talked about I uh, take it an honor when people say I'm smart. So I'm not saying this coming from a uh, arrogant standpoint. Y'all are dumb. Like, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> literally. And then people who were saying that she ate, y'all think 
and confuse people that talk quick. Yeah. And use a couple of flash words as being intelligent. No. First I was, off. I was about to bring that up. She was just speaking fast. Yes. Everything she was saying was an indictment against Tyler Perry, which under normal circumstances, I'm always for. I'm always for reading Tyler Perry for the <laughs> things that the sins that he has done. But in this standpoint, you're just being a homophobic ass hater. That's all you're doing. Like, why are you bringing up all this shit? None of that had to do anything with what he's saying. And then the idea that you like, you need to be telling black men to submit. What do you want me to do with that? <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like she just took that way too far. And like I said in previous conversation, um, I also feel like she's a miserable single woman. Now, if she's not cool, I would I would love for her to at least post I, a picture of this nigga that she with. But survey says <laughs> you sound like an unhealed woman yeah and i hope you find peace baby girl i hope you find the love of your life that if you want him to submit to you i hope you find that shit because there are niggas that will submit to you a woman it sounds like she went through one too many bad situations and now she's cynical about anything regarding taking care of or being a sole provider one thing i have learned in my journey in life any mistake i made in my past relationships or past feelings with somebody was a mistake i chose to make Mm -hmm. now were people gaslighting or being dishonest totally but anything i did in pursuit of love i did in pursuit of love you can't take that out on the next person. And then plus, people online be delusional about finances. People be acting like everybody is making a million dollars on fucking Twitter and TikTok. Bro, like where is y'all getting this money from when also everybody else is talking about how they struggling and how the economy got us fucked up? Who are y'all? Which one? Y'all niggas scamming. <laughs> hey, Gotta be. It's hey, the only way. We had a conversation that we had to edit out about people we thought were scamming. Mm. But in hindsight, these niggas is scamming, bro. Gotta be. Because y'all talk about fast money. Like, fast money ain't real money, bro. Mm. You are going to jail. <laughs> Usually time the times when you get money fast, you spending money fast. Right. And like, look, it's it's like fast money is basically like gambling. It's gambling money, like. But that shit is not sustainable. You 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 spend the money fast because you feel like all you got to do is do this one thing and you back up. And it's never making money is never easy, bro. If it's easy, it's a fucking crime. I say it don't come easy for long. <laughs> no, there are ramifications to everything you do, and then plus. This whole idea of just settling for somebody that makes less money than you. These motherfuckers ain't making hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's very few people that make hundreds of thousands of dollars. If you're making $100,000 right now, 
you're in the, what probably top five percent of earners mm-hmm. in the world. For sure. I mean, in America. For sure. If you make more than that, you just moving up that ladder. Most people make decent money. Most households, if y'all can make a hundred thousand dollars, y'all are on the better side of life. Mm. I hate to say it. Hope I don't sound ridiculous because everybody make money on Twitter, but that's not how the real world is. But it's just, bro. Like I posted something where it was like most people make around like fifty thousand dollars. So these people that are saying that they make a whole lot of fucking money. Or like the women, they probably let's just if you make eighty thousand dollars as a black woman, you are doing very good. If you make more than that, you you killing the game, not hating. Men make about fifty to sixty thousand dollars. So let's just say about a twenty thousand dollar difference. That's what close to seventeen hundred dollars difference a month. Like, that's nothing to act like you ain't no Rockefeller. <laughs> like you're not a corporate like Titan. You doing well, but like for you to be like, Oh, I'm never, oh. y'all fucked broke ass niggas. Let's just say it. Y'all fucked broke ass niggas. And y'all don't want to go through that no more. I understand. Right. That's completely fine. Dating a broke person is stressful. That's within your right. <laughs> I understand it. For you, but for you to just be like, y'all just want black women to settle. You sound unhealed. No, we just want y'all to to open yourselves up to people, not just based off of what they can do for you or their looks. Because this is the other part of the shit. Black women settle all the fucking time yeah. for niggas that they are attracted to. Yeah. That are bum ass fucking niggas that they know from the jump they are bum ass niggas. Absolutely. But not and not even saying the niggas don't do that. But also, a millionaire could walk in and see a waitress and holler at her, knowing he makes more money than her. Mm-hmm. And nobody's gonna bat that's, an eye. Right. And that's okay. Yeah, because it's like uh, he's a man with money. He can do what he wants. Why don't y'all have to? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all want equality? No, I'm just playing. I'm trolling. <laughs> Y'all should be able to get a bum ass nigga and build him up. <laughs> Ooh, those be the hardest ones. But no, like real shit. Like people settle all the fucking time. But in this shallow ass fucking social media society, they don't look at. It's just like when you see like uh the random man from Atlanta thing. Like when he showed who what he looked like, there were there was women being like, he at least could look fine. He's a terrible person, lady. Right, like why does that even matter? Because <laughs> people ooh. Like, why are you even romanticizing about this man who she keeps telling y'all is terrible? People romanticize people that's locked up in jail. Be like, niggas uh, in jail got more motion than niggas on the outside. Stay the fuck away from me, lady. (laughs) 
And then these loser ass fucking niggas online, they only like thugs. No, you're just trying to get broken women, bro. Literally. Like, bro, it's tons of women that will meet you where you at. There are good ass fucking women out here. There's good ass fucking men. But y'all spend so much, men and women online spend so much goddamn time talking about the worst people amongst us. Talking about shit that shouldn't even matter. Shouldn't even be spent time on like I'm so tired of these hypotheticals that <laughs> if, a, if a man did this what would you do like shut the fuck up get a fucking job you fucking bum yeah I seen this one um TikTok it was one of them street interview TikTokers the worst things in the world and literally and they asked uh this lady or young girl I don't know she looked like she was in her like maybe early 20s but apparently she had just got engaged, got a huge ass ring. I'm talking like I saw that one. The yeah, one, she looked maybe Hispanic, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the dude, the interviewer, was asking her like, "What was she gonna Bring- do for him, or what was she bringing to the table after he had spent thirty five thousand dollars on a ring for her?" And I'm just like, "Bruh." The way the dude handled that was oh, dope yeah. as fuck. He, he stepped in and was just like, nah, nigga, you not finna do right. what you trying to do. You ain't gonna embarrass my woman. And he was just like, what she brings to the table? She brings peace to my family. We built this together and all this shit. And I'm like, that nigga gets it. Mm-hmm. But also, that nigga got money. Because he did the ultimate rich dude thing. But how much was your ring? Uh, $35,000? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's a sedan <laughs> sitting on her fucking hand. <laughs> flex, flex. That's a humble flex where you be like, brother, I understand. But yeah, I just, um, I just feel like we're putting so much pressure on money and materialistic things, both men and women. But I'm just gonna speak for me right now for me in my house <laughs> I, would, I would say women but you know we're all different um i i feel like as long as you are because this this whole thing happened what like a month ago with claudia jordan or who was it somebody so one of the socialite black women saying that they wouldn't date a bus driver oh uh he would have to own ebony the bus. ebony williams yeah he would have to own the bus for it to be okay and it's just like i feel like we're so wrapped up in just like the aesthetics of these relationships that we're not focusing on the core parts like so what that you make a connection with a janitor or a school teacher and you're an attorney making hundred to 150,000 a year, you're going to throw a nigga to the side just because he's a school bus driver or teacher or a janitor, even though he may be taking care of you in every other way that he can. First of all, finding a man or a person in general to take care of you emotionally is rare enough to where 
let's look that's most people are not emotional intelligent enough for themselves which means they are hardly emotionally intelligent enough for their partners but to feel supported emotionally in a relationship why don't why are we putting any um emphasis on that versus just being financially supported and the other like part of this that's weird is for the most part most people marry within their tax bracket Mm -hmm. most people date marry within their tax bracket it's those rare cases of like you date a nigga that's got a lot of bread or you date a woman that's got a lot of bread most people settle within their tax bracket like it was this article where this like this guy was just talking about like these different guys were talking about dating and they were giving up on dating and i felt for those guys because at a younger age i was definitely there to where it's so frustrating and a lot of people don't talk about like the man aspect of dating from our side of it and how frustrating it can be and how emotionally damaging it can be to your like ego mm. and just your self-esteem i've been there like i didn't date for three or four years because every woman i was meeting was just not it dating in your 20s is fucking trash dating in your 30s is trash enough but oh. god damn it your fucking 20s you be going through scandalous shit. I've heard it only gets worse, honestly. Broken people are at all ages. <laughs> Sad but true. But for a while, I had to step away from dating. And then I built my confidence back enough to be like, all right, it's time to get out back out here. Bullshit again. But look, I'm not giving <laughs> up hope. <laughs> I refuse to let these broken bitches break me too. You won't break my soul. You won't break my <laughs> soul. But some of these niggas, they letting them just break their soul. <laughs> you won't break my soul. Like these niggas, they're going through it. I, I feel sorry for these young niggas, especially because like they are making like groups where they talk about their problems and shit, which that ain't going to lead to nothing good. That is some nasty business while we talk about nasty business. Groups like Facebook groups? Reddit groups. Like that's they're on that like manosphere shit. Oh no. And it's niggas young as like 17 reading all this shit, listening to these podcasts and shit. Taking it all in. Right. Be like, oh, these older people know. No, they're making money off of you, bro. You know what you need to do? Read some feminist critiques. And try to be a goddamn better man. Go talk to an old head. Right. A nigga that's got some goddamn sense. Go to therapy. Sit down with Unc them. Read some books, nigga. <laughs> y'all getting on fucking chat rooms. Talking about how y'all ain't got no hoes. is the saddest shit in the fucking world. And I empathize with you. Because at one point, I was a nigga that ain't got no hoes. But look. You gotta learn to talk to women. Which I know is foreign to a lot of these Gen Z niggas. But back in my day, hey, you used to have to just get up behind a girl while she grinded. Yeah. And then she give you that look back. Hope for the best. Hey. 
That Bill's character, nigga. <laughs> oh, man. But the game is different now. You catch a charge doing that shit now. But you got to learn to talk to women and respect women as people. And don't be afraid of them. They can break you down. Don't get me wrong. They will have you making playlists for 10 hours with some of the greatest songs of all time. No. <laughs> At 34 years old, lost, crying. Lost time. Lost in the world. <laughs> but there are also beautiful women out here that are nice. Yeah. That's the part of it. Like, don't, uh, don't knock yourself out with the women that you could get. And also, don't be chasing these Instagram baddies. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Stick to the rivers and lakes that you're used to. The grass is not greener. It's not. Everybody's got insecurities. Everybody got flaws. Yeah. But the other thing is, you have to have... This is the difference between men and women. This is going to get me in trouble. This is the difference between men and women. <laughs> Niggas... When you get to a certain age, you realize, nigga, you really trying to get out here and get like Halle Berry, like nigga, or like what the fuck? Women be like, well, he might deal with me. Yeah, he might fuck you, but will he marry you, lady? <laughs> <laughs> That's the difference, right? But that is how we're socialized. When you get to a certain age around men, like actual men, like nigga, what the fuck are you talking about? All them incel niggas and them niggas that making chat groups and shit, that ain't the way to go, bro. You got to learn to talk to women, view them as people, because things are changing, brother. They have been. And y'all can keep calling people simps for respecting women as, you know, humans. Right. Like, but yeah. <laughs> I don't look. Y'all ain't think about the long game. Y'all looking at like women in their early 20s making stupid decisions with niggas in their early 20s making stupid decisions and think that's how the rest of life is going to be. It's really not. Eventually, both of y'all are going to wise the fuck up. Mm. Hey, you got to put yourself in the best situation. Since you got your degree and you know, you know everything. everything. <laughs> But yeah, man, get off these goddamn chat rooms. Go talk to bitches. No, <laughs> touch grass. Thanks for tuning in. You can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com. You can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services, such as Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Subscribe.